This is a news laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta. अंग्रेज अपना लगान और न्यूज लॉन्ड्री अपना हफ्ता कभी नहीं छोड़ते वेलकम टू अनदर एपिसोड ऑफ हफ्ता वी जॉइन यू फ्रॉम आर ऑफिस इन डेली आई हैव अ फ्लू बट इट्स नॉट द न्यू वन बिकॉज आई ऑलरेडी डन कोविड दिस इज जस्ट मे बी अ वेरिएंट मेबी इट्स अ वेरिएंट आई जस्ट हैव विद स्नीजिंग लंदन या बट इवन दो आई डिड गो टू लंदन बट या इट हैज लेट टू रिपीट इट्स स्नीजिंग सो जॉइनिंग मी इन द स्टूडियो इज रमन कृपाल हाय मनीषा पांडे हेलो एंड जॉइनिंग अस ऑन द फोन लाइन आर थ्री पीपल फ्रॉम थ्री डिफरेंट सिटीज एंड स्टेट्स जॉइनिंग अस फ्रॉम हिज होम स्टेट ऑफ बिहार इज आनंद वर्धन हाय आनंद हाउ आर यू यस यस हेलो आई एम इन यस बट आई एम जॉइनिंग फ्रॉम मुंबई यस ओ यू आर ऑलवेज traveling between bihar and mumbai joining us from uh, kerala is uh, jayshree hi jayshree hi i believe kerala the numbers are going up as far as covid is concerned that's what we get yes yes good thing i'm staying home anyway so right but quite worrying and joining us from bangalore which is also where the news minute has its head office i i don't know if it's the only office is the co-founder of news minute dhanya rajendran hi dhanya hi uh, so i have थ्रू The two uh, founders. I don't know. Did you have you had a test, Danya? But cold is not, not a symptom. Not yet. I mean, I had a test last week. I don't want to do it again. No, co- co- yeah, the cold is not a symptom. It's it's a cough that's a symptom actually. So before I get into the discussion, let me tell you a little about Danya. Danya is the co-founder and editor-in-chief of the News Minute. It is a fantastic news platform. You must check it out. She's a journalist who began her career with India Vision and the New Indian Express. She joined the English news channel Times now before the channel's launch and she was the channel's South India bureau chief. In 2014 she founded www.thenewsminute.com with Chitra Subramanyam and Vignesh Vellore who also happens to be her husband and is an amazing guy. So uh, last week has been a pretty heavy on uh, news there was that arrest there was a lot of hysteria around that arrest there was the farm protest there were two reporters who were caught by the farmers trying to stage shots which uh, showed the farmers in the poor light i saw a very sheepish press conference so we shall discuss many such things but first let's get the headlines immediately after i have appealed to everyone to contribute to the new nl sena which is for a app we've had two meetings with some app developers we are hopefully going to start working on the app by the end of the month the budget we've got from the two who we are talking to is about 15 to 17 18 lakh we already have collected about 3 and a half odd lakh maybe four so those of you who can and can afford to do contribute to the nl sena on our newslaundry.com page so we can have the app up and ready please fill this nl sena as quickly as you fill in our other nl senas so thank you and those of you who are listening to this for free move at course have some shame go to newslaundry.com and pay to keep news free because only then will you get ground reports so you can just keep listening to rants like this podcast and on prime time so the headlines disha ravi a climate activist from bengaluru was arrested by a team of delhi police on saturday this is in connection with a case filed against the toolkit on farmers protest that was shared by greta thunberg last week we'll call it the toolkit case because there's 
a lot of elements to this toolkit case in the toolkit case the bombay high court has granted mumbai lawyer and environmentalist activist nikita jacob transit bail and also activist shantanu muluk has gotten transit anticipatory bail they were also part of either editing or creating or writing the toolkit three teenage girls were found unconscious in their own farm in the unnao district of uttar pradesh two of these girls aged 13 and 15 died on reaching the hospital and the third girl who's 17 has been hospitalized and she's critical we'll have a report on this soon yeah, on we have a ground Laundry.com happening. Uh, I mean, there's someone on right now. In fact, we are recording on Thursday, the 18th of February, and it's 3:30 in the afternoon. And this morning, I think Raman sir, someone is already working on it. As soon as you got to know, right? Protesting farmers at Delhi's borders have decided to hold a four-hour nationwide rail roko protest. This is spearheaded by Samyukta Kisan Morcha, and it's set to happen between 12 p.m. and 4 p.m. as we are recording right now. Journalist Siddiqui Kapan has gotten 5 days bail from the Supreme Court to meet his ailing mother. Journalist Priya Ramani has been acquitted in defamation case filed by MJ Akbar. The Supreme Court disposed of the Suo Moto proceedings initiated to probe larger conspiracy to frame ex CGI Ranjan Gogoi. This is in uh, the alleged sexual harassment case. Kiran Bedi has been removed as Puducherry LG Telangana governor given additional charge. Hours after the daylight brutal murders of an advocate couple in Telangana's Pedapalli district, police said that the killings were executed by professional killers. I'd like to know more about that from Dhanya. Ghastly video, though, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, a very curious thing happened last week, which is that on the official Supreme Court website, there was a Suo Motor criminal contempt case registered against journalist Radhip Sardesai over a complaint that he allegedly made disrespectful comments against the judiciary. but a uh, few hours later the supreme court clarified that it had not initiated any such proceeding and that what was reflected on its website was quote and quote placed inadvertently an indian alternative to twitter inc is here it's called ku and it's very popular and it's tied up with republic it's a sign of the growing political challenges for social media services in india because twitter had the clash with government of india only 2 weeks ago a court in delhi said that the sedition law cannot be used to quieten the disquiet under the pretense of muzzling miscreants This was a case of two men accused of posting fake videos on Facebook on the farmers' protest. Sir, will tell us about this case in a bit. Gujarat Chief Minister Vijay Rupani has said that his state will have anti-conversion law soon. Times now has accused Bark of fraudulently reducing its ratings. It sent a legal notice for some four hundred crore rupees. Yeah. Newsclick editors. quote unquote illegal detention and selective media leaks about ed raids are shocking says pucl pucl is people's union for civil liberties the ugc has asked all universities to encourage students to take the kam dhenu gao vigyan prachar prasar examination in fact the court is i write this to request you to give wide publicity to this initiative and encourage students to enroll register themselves for this examination Won't ugc secretary like things about cows yeah i think it's basically a whole lot of bullshit petrol diesel prices hiked for 10th day in a row nears 90 in delhi actually in the last few years we have seen a few cases uh, where i think mostly telangana and andhra itself where murders have happened in broad daylight and people have either captured videos or we have cctv footage so but this was Uh, this was i think something we haven't seen i mean i can't remember anything anything similar uh, but so many people were around if you if you saw the visuals the yeah. couple were actually hacked to death in the middle of a road and that there, there are at least two buses next to them there were more vehicles coming from both sides but these guys just didn't care they hacked them leisurely and then got back got into their cars and left 
even now i don't think any arrests have been done six teams of the police are behind the telangana high court had given them security so think of the audacity these two people the two lawyers had gone to court the couple and asked for security because they were being targeted by the police and apparently by people in the prs too the court gives them protection and this murder happens despite that so whoever executed the murder whoever gave the contract for the murder knew clearly that the court is closely watching the couple but they just didn't care wow man that is and these two lawyers were fighting on they were doing something with regard to custodial killings right yeah so the reason why they went to the telangana high court is because they were fighting a case on custodial deaths and they said the police were harassing them and filing uh, random cases against them in different places so they had gone to court asking for protection from the telangana police but yesterday while the man was dying there are at least four to five videos i have seen till now when the man is dying before he dies there is one person who holds the camera and asks him who killed you or who's behind your murder and gasping for breath he takes the name of a person who apparently is from the trs but the police have still not said anything about it and we don't know about any arrests so this is new india i guess so from what we know this fridays for future which is the environment group based on uh, greta thunberg's work started in india in march 2019 there was this climate march which kids from across uh, india had done so from my understanding of this organization is they have around 150 activists who are part of the organization and the rest of it whenever they organize something it's basically a movement where school kids college kids come so they call it an organic movement and remember the people affiliated are very less now disha is part of the bangalore team they have teams in every city and uh, many towns too so disha as far as we know joined sometime last year or maybe end of 2019 so we spoken to many people in fff and the organization itself has been facing a lot of turmoil within the reason why because in 2019 they were concentrating first only on the climate change activities which is basically they would they had written letters to prime minister nare they would do these small type strikes but then they got involved in this ra forest protest that's when they get arrested and uh, after that in 2020 when the pandemic started obviously they couldn't uh, organize any of the strikes so most of the activ- activism shifted online which is when a group of people i think especially the bangalore chapter they felt that it's not enough that you speak just about the environment but if you really want to protect the environment you also have to speak for human rights against government policies etc so they started speaking about nrc caa they also took a very strong stand against the eia notification for which their website was shut down they got a notice from uapa the twitter handles also were suspended for a day so they have been they have been under the police radar i could say from 2020 when they uh, did the protest against the eia notification but let me tell you that not everyone fff was agreeable to the fact that this organization which primarily depends on school students was also getting into political stuff like nrcca and the latest being the farmers protest no i just wanted to say that we had done so many stories damning you know this eia uh, in the past i mean going by uh, what these people have done it was nothing we have done real good stories and exposing the government i mean during congress time and <laughs> no action taken at that time against us i mean this is absolutely foolish oh, well, i think it is getting uh, it, it is getting worse by the day and i think it's also getting worse because of this whole thing but it never did this happen but i think now there's a realization that you can justify anything because of something that happened 30 years ago so people are, have the audacity to go a lot further and that is i think true across political ideologies but 
more so with the Modi government because they have such a brute majority. I think that is clear. But you know, as far as the toolkit is concerned, I, I just think that with the you know Delhi police's uh, press conference, the police credibility is at such a low that you know I speak with people all the time, and I'm not just talking about news professionals. You know, news professionals in any case are cynical about the police. Even regular folk, they don't give a shit. What the, I mean, they've decided whether they think someone is guilty, innocent, whatever their political ideology. But I think the police is uh, pretty much reduced itself to a joke now. I mean, I saw the press conference. It was sad. Absolutely. So with respect to the UAPA, I mean, even within the UAPA's very draconian ambit, even by that measure, this toolkit does not satisfy any of it. I think uh, former Supreme Court Justice Deepak Gupta had said on NDTV the other day that there's literally nothing seditious in the toolkit. He said he'd gone through all the documents, including those that are available in the public domain. There is nothing with regard to violence or anything with regard to inciting people. Uh, when we're talking about people jumping the gun and waiting for the police to frame charges or present evidence, I mean, I think you only need to look as recently as the Bhimakaragao case, all the people who have been arrested for sedition, who have been sitting in jail for years, charges have been framed, but there is still no evidence. I mean, we keep talking about how everyday India gets a little worse, but then I remember what, two, three years ago, Varvara Rao, the police produced that preposterous email, which said, or uh, quoted him as saying rubbish, like revolutionary greetings, we struggle under Chairman Mao as proof that he is this leftist sort of revolutionary. So I feel, uh, and even that plot to kill the prime minister around the same time, these are all just examples of the same thing. And with Disha Ravi again, I think sedition is just a very useful sort of thing to slap on them because uh, it's so draconian and so shocking that it allows them to imprison people without even telling them why and why immediately. So I think we need to remember that we've been heading to this point for a very long time. Yeah. Like, what the government wants to do is it wants to paint anyone who opposes them as villains. So it does it in two ways. Either the law allows it, and even if the law doesn't allow it, the systems of the police and the judiciary allow it. Like A lot of people are saying that they broke um, rules on interstate arrest when the Delhi police came to Bangalore and arrested Disha Ravi. But whether or not they broke those rules, they still did it. Uh, another thing about they're doing about Disha is that the fact that on... Um, social media and so on, they're calling her Disha Ravi Joseph. And literally, that's the tweet. Like, they're literally just tweeting, saying her name is actually Disha Ravi Joseph, which it's not. But the point being that being Christian or Muslim is crime enough. Like, I think I saw a tweet which said that um, they would have pretended her name was Disha Fatima Ravi if it hadn't been perhaps a touch too much for even the most gullible, like, bucks to believe in. And also, I feel like her arrest is particularly unsettling because she fits in that idea of, you know, a young, urban, modern progressive sort of woman, someone who, so it's the kind of, it's not the other, it's not someone like Nodi Kaur, who's Dalit, a, a labor activist who's involved in unions. It's it's somebody who's very close to what a lot of uh, their target Indians audiences themselves as, yeah. So, yeah. Which is why I think it's even more scary for a lot of people. And I, so just taking on, just taking uh, from what they actually said, in fact, day before yesterday when we started seeing this uh, Disha Joseph tweets, we were wondering whether to do a fact check and we discussed this for almost 12 hours because as a news organization, we didn't want to do a fact check on whether she's a Christian or Hindu because that's beyond the point. She can be from any religion and join any protest. But it came to a point when we had to do the fact check and even in the fact check when we wrote her mother's name is Manjula Nanjaya and her father's name is Ravi, we put out the fact check, everybody started sharing it. A former BJP MP from Andhra Pradesh then says, you didn't give the second name of the father because his father's name is Ravi Joseph. I felt so ashamed that I had to call back that family friend and ask, what is the father's full name? And then I added Ravi Annappa. 
that's what it's it's really come down to why is this so important that do you genuinely believe this will make a difference because you know that my view has been on hafta often said that the news journalists failed the me to movement in india uh yeah. which is why the conviction rate or the head rolling rate or whatever the outcome rate was very low in india as compared to many western democracies where me too led to real you know people were put out of their jobs and stuff mm, okay so i do agree that uh, journalists should cover it better i feel uh, relying um i think what happens a lot which i've said before is that there's a tendency to just copy tweets and uh, paste them into a story and that becomes the story i do believe that there needs to be more reporting around issues especially around the me too movement uh with request i mean so with respect to priya ramani okay so yesterday was great i think uh, everyone needed that win especially in the middle of all this bad news so the sort of outpouring of celebration that we saw in court the joy that we saw on twitter the photos the videos i mean i think it was something that people really needed but also i think we should never really forget that Priyamani accused a man of sexual harassment and the case that is played out now was not about her sexual harassment it wasn't about the accusations or MJ Akbar's culpability she was pulled up because so what we are celebrating is the fact that she wasn't penalized for speaking out and like the battle that she went through was to acquit a victim not an accused so when you're saying that will this make people or uh, will this drive more people to speak up and so on no i don't actually think so because i mean i want to say it would but she had to go through a case from october 2018 that's two years and a few months simply because she spoke out in the first place like how many of us have the privilege the time the resources and the ability to even do that the court has spoken in her favor and it did make some comments generally which would be great as, as in parts of the judgment can be applied later for other cases but i don't see this as extremely encouraging for more women because the fact that she had to go through this entire defamation case in the first place is a terrible thing and will criminal proceedings ever begin against mj akbar who i mean who even knows i mean the bar is so low right now that we celebrated yesterday just because priya ramani wasn't penalized i think that he, yeah i mean priya ramani said that herself also yesterday that don't forget i was the accused in the case so the bar is so low that we were celebrating someone didn't go to jail for you know speaking the truth about what she went through at the workplace so it's quite sad when you look at it that way but i know that i can um, share an anecdote from friends of mine who work at a newspaper and when the me too movement had broken they were discussing with their editors on what they could investigate and what are the stories that they could do on this and mj akbar's name cropped up this was before priya ramani tweeted and uh, you know one of the editors said we've been hearing this for a long time you can never touch him this is not going to they'll never be able to do a story on it and the very next day she tweeted and you know people could suddenly touch him so i do think that in one way that and this these are stories that i i remember even during the tehelka case in our newsroom in fact i was in dna at that point there was conversation about mj akbar that you know could could we talk to people who worked with him could we pursue those stories because we've heard these stories but it was always like you can't touch him like no one will come no one will say anything and i think she really broke that you know the moment she spoke there were so many other women who came out and spoke about what they went through at that time so in that sense i think you know the case is kind of landmark because landmark for the reason that she spoke she wasn't in, she was intimidated but she didn't go to jail for it and that's a huge i think confidence building for other women yeah, and i think the fact that... that the court said that you can even complain after a decade like you can't question someone on why they've been so late in complaining no it, it was but yeah a... it is a bit depressing to see we are celebrating her not no much. it was it was a moment for celebration why because i personally believed at, i i i thought that she will never be able to win this case 
Oh really? Yes. Mm. Going by all the previous defamation case, including the one which was against me. See, you the onus is was on Priya Ramani to establish that she went to that hotel. How will she establish it? So ten but, years ago, the CCTV cameras yeah. will not be there. Nothing. Now, your ticket. If you came by taxi or you came by uh, say the train. So ticket it, do you have the ticket? Uh, you entered that uh, hotel. Okay, hotel ka koi CCTV footage, or uh, you went to till that room. Whether uh, you also prove if he had hired that room at the top. I mean, this guy. Uh, MJ Akbar. MJ uh. was he? So all this was the onus was on her. Okay, this is how it happens in the defa- all the previous defamation case. Uh. This is a really landmark judgment where the judge has gone by the. Public interest. He has also gone by the fact that and by the principle of being able to like, yes. is there a dignity like whatever your uh, pride or whatever reputation cannot be ah, at the cost right, of someone's right dignity or, or right life. To life. Ah, correct. Ah. So, 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 I think it is a landmark judgment, really landmark, because I was sure that she won't be able to wear that. Yeah. So I, I actually differ with Manisha a bit in this. See, the Me Too movement was not for creating impact as such. That's for journalists and journalism to perhaps do. The Me Too impact was really about women coming together. It's about just telling openly what they face to create solidarity. And also, uh, the impact of Me Too movement has been quite big in India, I feel. People know about what sexual harassment is, that companies have to have committees. So it's not just about who went to jail uh, or who got punished. But I think it has had... Tremendous impact in many other ways. Okay, guys, for Chota Hafta and YouTube videos, it is behind the paywall, like you know, the full Hafta. So, this is a pitch for the Mufat course to subscribe. If your students are not earning, it's fine. You can try to get our uh, free subscription, which is supported and paid for by other sponsors. Uh, who do by sponsors, I don't mean companies, I mean individuals who give us enough to sponsor one more subscription. Uh, and you get other benefits like you get access to our Discord server and uh, digital events and even offline events. So do check out our full podcast and please pay to keep news free. We have a fantastic new product in our merchandise, which is a scented candle. It has lovely aroma and it also sheds the light of honest journalism. Baba. So spread the light of independent journalism and get yourself a news laundry scented candle from our website. So I will not go to Nku. I have no, uh, I, I mean, I, ha- I have absolutely no confidence in it surviving. Social media is a fascinating space because, you know, often if you read about this, people sometimes do it consciously. Often if you are growing up in packs without adult supervision, you do it subconsciously. You are doing an emotional kind of sussing out of the, the pack that you have to exist in. And you're identifying the weak ones. You're identifying the ones who are strong. You're identifying the ones that you can pick on, the ones you can't pick on to survive. I think social media allows you to do that in a way more effective way. Because most people, when they're tweeting and they're doing over time, I mean, all the data is for you to see. You don't have to resort to memory. So if you just click on someone's social media and you just go down and see what they've been tweeting on a constant basis, it gives you an insight into their minds. So in that sense, I think there is a new profession which you're welcome, all you gr- people who've graduated in mental health, where you can be a consultant or a kya hai, therapist to someone without meeting them. <laughs> Give me access to your social media accounts. I'll study them for three days and I'll tell you where you are. I think that is the biggest use that has not been tapped into yet. The whole idea of social media is that it helps you connect to the world, not to your state or to your language. I mean, that is the whole purpose of it, na? 
I mean, if I want to follow Ronaldo, I want to see what Steph Curry is saying. I want to see what you know Obama is saying. Obama is not going to join coup and tell me. But maybe, but Gurmukhi. yeah, but maybe at a smaller town and cities, you want to connect with your MLA or something, and who sure, finds you no, there? For example, if you no, but it makes no business sense for an Arnab. The ah. the point is, it is purely a political. I mean, if you just see the business sense, that what business sense does it make for a channel whose promo says we are available in seventeen countries in so and so <laughs> markets and this that. And then you're saying, you know, Ooh, fuck, fuck Twitter, I'll get on Ku. Like, you're a really dumb businessman. So it's clearly not a business decision. It is a political statement. Uh, just so you know, we are still just at the I mean, last bits of a complete comfortable break, even month on month. So if you can convince some of your friends and family to contribute and subscribe, uh, contribute to a news ecosystem that is not ad-driven, do subscribe to News Laundry and pay to keep news free. And both those of you listen to Chota Hafta, Mufat Khoro, Full Hafta Sunlo, and please pay to keep news free. All of you listening in, the Chota Hafta, do subscribe so you can listen to the entire Hafta. We will see you again next week with the Hafta. Till then, subscribe, pay to keep news free because when the public pays, the public is served and advertisers pay. Advertisers are served. Thank you. Goodbye. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.